الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ومن يتق الله يجعل له مخرجا ويرزقه من حيث لا يحتسب قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اتق المحارم تكن اعبد الناس او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم most respected on my kiram brothers and elders allah taala out of his grace and mercy has once again afforded us this great month of ramadan but the days and the moments are fast ticking away not long ago we were still anticipating this mubarak month most of the days have already passed <coughs> before we know it either we would be gone or the month will be gone one of these two realities will be very soon with us that either we'll still be around or the month will be already go over and it's possible that the month is still around we go so therefore whatever time is still available allah knows best how long we are around and how long we still have this opportunity so to take the best and make the best use of the time that allah taala has given us the month of ramadan we have heard over and over again and the quran sharif allah taala has repeated many many aspects in many places in the quran sharif for the same purpose that it is not just a matter of knowing something it's a matter of it coming deep down into the heart and it becoming a part of a person's life that it becomes something that directs him takes him forward so that is not just some knowledge that takes a person forward it is way that has become the condition of the heart in the quran sharif also allah taala repeatedly mentions many aspects in different places in the quran sharif so that a person who is reciting the quran sharif and he should be reciting it over and over again he will in every recitation take the message and the lesson over and over again the lesson of taqwa also allah taala has repeatedly mentioned the various aspects about taqwa the benefits that come from taqwa what allah taala has placed in taqwa and fasting itself we over and over again listen to this message of the quran sharif that allah taala says ya ayyuhalladhina amanu kutiba alaykumus siyam kama kutiba ala alladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqun do you believe this fasting has been prescribed upon you as it was prescribed upon those before you la'allakum tattaqun so that you may acquire taqwa if somebody is now 25 years old so he would have read it at least minimum for 10 15 ramadans already if somebody is 55 years old he would have read it for 40 ramadans maybe at least that over and over again and in every ramadan multiple times long before ramadan the nasihat commences in many jumaats etc so over all these years the angus time we have been repeatedly hearing this message we have been reciting the quran sharif even if a person doesn't understand everything but this ayat when he comes past it he will know what's the message in this ayat because of the number of times having heard it and the number of times having heard the message and the lesson and the discussion about taqwa and the ayat pertaining to taqwa now the question is allah taala's tawfiq allah taala's fazl over these years and over this particular already how many times we have heard about the purpose of ramadan the purpose of fasting Why Allah blessed us with this Mubarak month? What is the objective? What we are tra- supposed to try to achieve? And now more than two thirds of this Mubarak month has passed. So now the question to ask ourselves: 
the question for myself, for me to ask myself, and for each of one, each one of us to ask ourselves that what this whole month of Ramadan was given to us for, and the ibadah of fasting, what it was given to us for, which Allah has highlighted in this ayat of the Quran Sharif, how much of this objective I have already achieved? How much of this taqwa has come into my life? How much have I committed myself to bring this taqwa further in my life? So now over the years, as mentioned, if somebody was 25 years old, then at least 15 Ramadans, maybe he has been hearing this, maybe more so, depending on when he started coming to the masjid and beginning to understand a little bit. And if he's 55 years old, then how many times we have heard it? But the question again is the same, that how much has this come into our lives? That is the crucial question. Now what is this taqwa? Often that's the question also, that what is this taqwa? After having heard it so many times, you are still sometimes in doubt what taqwa is all about. So one is... MashaAllah ibadat and that is part of a mu'min's life some part of that ibadat is farz there is no question of any compromise on it the faraiz, the five daily salah and then the wajib etc and then some part of that ibadat is nafil and MashaAllah in the month of Ramadan the environment makes so conducive that a person who wasn't even conscious sometimes of the farz he is also becoming conscious of the nawafil He's fulfilling the first things and he's becoming conscious of the nawafil. So the Allah's grace. And this is the birkat of the Mubarak month of Ramadan. So one is Mashallah's Ibadah. Somebody now starts making tales of the Quran Sharif. Allah forbid this should never have been the case. But sometimes his past and the person didn't make any tilbur. Whereas Mumin and the recitation of the Quran Sharif. These are things that go hand in hand every day of his life. There should be no way that the Quran Sharif was not recited. The Kalam of Allah, there's so many things that are read throughout the day. And if a person has to count the number of words that he read, in what not he might have read, and social media messages, and some articles here and there, and things that are futile. Allah forbid sometimes so many haram things that he's reading. All the number of words, if he counts, it might amount to thousands of words. Thousands of words may be running into dozens of pages, hundreds of pages. But in that entire duration of that day sometimes, let alone one page, sometimes one line of the Talmud was not recited. What a tragedy, what an utter tragedy that a mu'min, Allah granted us the Quran Sharif, and this is the means of... Our guidance, this is the birthday that comes into our homes with the recitation of the Quran Sharif. This is what enlightens the heart of a mu'min. This is what lights up his life. And sometimes the whole day a person is reading so many things and thousands of words, perhaps hundreds of pages it may have amounted to sometimes. But in that entire day, let alone one page, sometimes one line of the Quran Sharif was not recited. And had it not been for the Salah that a person now has to recite since the Sharif, then maybe no Quran Sharif was recited. So this is an extremely severe tragedy if that's the case. But in any case, that inshallah, if that ever happened, that was history, it never repeats itself. Allah give us a topic that nobody says without the tilayat of the Quran Sharif. So, now the person who, mashallah, us with this moment, the person before Ramadan had decided Quran Sharif for the whole year, but from the month of Ramadan, he too, mashallah, opened the Quran Sharif, he too built some contact with the kalam of Allah. All this is extremely excellent. 
Allah Ta'ala bless us with mu'afid. Allah Ta'ala increase the tawfiq, the zikr, the dua, whatever the ibadat. But as much as all this is very great and very excellent, the objective of Ramadan is still apart from this. All this is an extremely great in blessing of Allah Ta'ala. But the object of Ramadan is what Allah Himself has described and which we are talking about. That Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with the Mubarak month of Ramadan and the ibadat of fasting in particular. So that we may acquire taqwa. Now what is the sum total of this taqwa? The sum total of this taqwa is that a person refrains from what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. Now in the month of Ramadan, sometimes mashallah together, when the person has become conscious, he is performing his salah, he is making tilawah with the Quran Sharif, he is doing other forms of ibadat which he never did the whole year, spending some time in making zikr, in raising his hands in dua, which is what we are supposed to be doing every day, turning to Allah Ta'ala, getting all our needs fulfilled from Allah Ta'ala. The month of Ramadan, there's a very close link with dua and a mu'min in his life, at every day of his life, but come the month of Ramadan, there's a very special link with Ramadan dua. شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان. This ayat of the Quran Sharif deals with the month of Ramadan. But in the month of Ramadan, Allah Taala reveals the Quran Sharif, and Allah Taala then mentions about the Quran Sharif. And immediately after this ayat that deals with Ramadan, the month of Ramadan, and the revelation of the Quran Sharif, Allah Taala says, وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي أَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ That when my heaven turns to me and digs off me, and I am very close to him. فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّعِي إِذَا دَعَانَ When the person who falls unto me calls out, I answer his fault. The month of Ramadan, immediately the discussion of dua. Giving us this very clear message that how much dua we should be making nevertheless in this Mubarak month. So now this Mubarak month, the person is making all these forms of ibadat. But what we are talking about is that now in this month, what is the objective? So the objective is taqwa. So this taqwa is refraining from what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. Whatever Allah Ta'ala has forbidden, that stays out of a person's life. So now in the month of Ramadan, mashallah, he is making tilawat of the Quran Sharif, he is making dua, etc. But if with all that, if sin hasn't stopped, if with all that his tongue still hasn't come under control, he's still engaging in ribad, he's still backbiting, he's still lying, he's still talking obscene things, he's still engaging in all kinds of other things. So, the object of fasting hasn't been achieved. And therefore in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Karim says, The person who does not give up evil talk, does not give up evil actions, Allah Ta'ala doesn't gain anything from his staying hungry and thirsty. While fasting, he refrains from food, he refrains from drink. Sometimes it's some months, we are having the very poor months, but it's in summer, sometimes in many parts of the country are in summer, and they are having long days, and sometimes the temperature is quite high, it's a very hot day, so a person spend the whole day fasting, inshallah, alhamdulillah, that obligation will get fulfilled if he kept the fast correctly, so he stayed hungry the whole day, he stayed thirsty, that was necessary, that's a farz that's required, that's Allah's obligation on him. But in terms of the purpose of that fast, 
What benefit is supposed to have derived from that fast? If while fasting he did not stop sinning, the Nabi Islam says that Allah Ta'ala has no need for him to stay hungry and thirsty, meaning Allah didn't benefit out of this. Allah Ta'ala gave him the fast for his benefit. And while he was fasting and refraining from food and drink, on the for the duration of the fast, that was the lesson and that was the training for him to stay away from what is haram at all times. So during the course of the day in the month of Ramadan, that food which was acquired in a completely halal manner, that water which Allah descended from the skies, and maybe he collected it directly as, it, as the rain came, nothing else touched it. Pure Allah's gift from the heavens. So pure, 100% halal that water is. And yet in the time of the fast, he does not touch that water. He does not take that food at all. Despite being alone, nobody, no other human, nobody else to see him. But he's conscious, my Allah is watching. Allah is aware. Allah knows the deception of the eyes. Allah knows what the heart is concealing. So when Allah is aware, people may not be watching, but Allah is aware. So I can't hide anywhere from Allah. So therefore, despite the fact that I'm alone, nobody is here to see, but I'm not going to eat this food. I'm not going to drink this water. MashaAllah, that is the training the fast is giving him. Alhamdulillah, the person despite whatever the condition might have been before Ramadan, come Ramadan, he's fasting and he's now conscious of Allah. So despite being alone, he doesn't eat that food, he doesn't drink that water. That is the message and the lesson that the fast is training us. That during Ramadan, after Ramadan, at all times of our life, there are numerous commands of Allah that are directed to us. The same Allah who gave us the command of fasting, the same Allah said to us in the Quran Sharif, Say to the believing men to look at their gazes and to protect their chastity, not to be looking at anything Allah has forbidden, not to be casting lustful glances around, not to be sitting somewhere and watching Haram on the phone. Not to be getting involved in other kind of vices and sins. That Allah who gave us a command of fasting, same Allah, the only one Allah. And He alone is the one who we worship. Allah gave us a command to guide the gaze as well. Allah gave us the command Allah gave us a command to guide our tongue as well. Say to my servants to speak that which is best. And Allah commanded us to look at our entire lungs and submit it to Him in His obedience. That what no, we are first asking ourselves is Allah is with us. That is what the Ramadan came to teach us. That is what the message is. That is what is the failing of this Muslim. That in this time, 30 days, 29 days, person is fasting every day. And throughout the day, he is now conscious. He is repeatedly reminding himself, but I can't drink this water now. I'm thirsty, but I'm fasting now. Just as he is repeatedly reminding himself of that fast, he repeatedly reminds himself throughout his life. This is what the fast is meant to teach him. That he keeps reminding himself that just as I didn't eat and drink while fasting because of Allah's command, this too, whatever is now being tempted towards, shaitan is tempting him towards looking at something haram. Allah made this haram for me to look at. I won't look. The urge is there to make some rebirth, to lie, to speak some obscenity, to utter something vulgar, to use the kind of friendly languages which should never ever come on the tongue of a moment. 
now the temptation came due to whatever now environment the person got influenced by now the bad habit came up so now he will break that why because my allah is displeased with this and at the end of the day i have to stand in front of allah ta'ala on the day of qiyamah i will have to answer to allah ta'ala it is not what was said all this disappeared in the air all this will be brought forth all this i will have to account for on the day of qiyamah so the fast is training us for all this is training us for this consciousness so well known incident of sayyidina abdullah bin umar radhiyallahu anhu it was as umar radhiyallahu anhu himself while traveling in the desert and comes across one shepherd with his flock and was a very common thing that travelers passes by people would now very freely give them the milk of their animals so he asked him that look we are traveling we needed some milk can you not give us some milk so this person replied and said i am not the owner of these animals i am merely the shepherd and my master has not given me permission to give any milk to anybody so i cannot give you anything so he excused himself because that was not in his ability to now share something because it didn't belong to him but when the owner gave out heard this he became very happy at hearing his answer but he wanted to just see how deep is because this person now is right in the depths of some desert and person doesn't have that opportunity in a desert to now be hearing advice of the to be having some time to be in the company of people who will teach him and from whom he can learn more so now such a person often is not very conscious that's generally the case not always the case but generally the case now this person mashallah here far away from everybody else but this consciousness is there that this doesn't belong to me it doesn't belong to me so i don't have the right to do as i please with it so he decided to test him a little bit just to see if he got his representation so he told him look i have a proposal for you i want to suggest something to you why don't you do this you sell us one sheep on goat sense this animal and we'll give you the money so we'll have the benefit of the animal whenever we need to milk it we'll milk it and carry on you tell me so you can pocket the money keep it for yourself and when you will go back to the master or now come to went for example 100 ways is only 19 think that could raise the one more so this is a common story that the wolf comes and eats the some pounces on some animal and devours it so but fact something that happens from time to time all you say well one wolf came and that wolf devoured an animal now this is the lesson of taqwa that when this proposal was put forward now this is a simple shepherd person far away from that opportunities of learning deen all the time gaining the benefit of being in the company of others who would teach him deen alone somewhere in the desert but the consciousness of allah was in his heart the essence of taqwa was in his heart and the essence of ramadan and fasting was in his life so when this proposal was put to him his instant response his immediate response his spontaneous answer for ayna allah you are telling me just take this money pocket it and that's the end of the story nothing to worry about and just give one answer to your master the master is not here to see very well but for ayna allah is allah on watching is allah on aware my rabb is alim and khabir my rabb is all knowing so can i take from the nisbah of qur'an can i take this away from allah allah ta'ala who is all aware of all my thoughts as well can i help him that is the message and the lesson of ramadan that is what the fasting has come to teach us 
that when the eyes are tempted to look at haram, so now often a person is turning and looking behind over his shoulder that nobody else is around. Or he's going to double check if the door is locked. Or he's probably going to draw some curtains. But fa'in Allah, can we hide behind the curtain away from Allah? Can we conceal our actions away from Allah? Can we put passwords away from Allah? And lock things away from Allah behind passwords? Will that password conceal our, what we have to do from the sight of Allah? That is what the month of Ramadan has come to teach us. And that is what we have to inculcate in our hearts. This consciousness of Allah Ta'ala. Allah is on the way. Allah is knowing what I'm doing. He knows the deception of the eye. He even knows what my heart conceals. Who am I having jealousy against? Allah knows. What kind of malice is in my heart? Allah is aware. Is that pride lurking in my heart? Allah Ta'ala knows about that. What I am trying to put and plan against who? Allah Ta'ala is aware of that. What kind of good feelings I'm having for somebody in my heart, wishing well for my fellow Muslim. So whatever is in my heart also knows, where can I hide my actions from Allah? What my intentions are, Allah knows. This is what the Mubarak month of Ramadan, this great bounty of Allah has come to us. And this precious gift of fasting, this very great ibadat blessed us with. The fast itself has so much of blessings in it, but the message and the lesson of that fast is taqwa. The purpose Allah gave us this fast is taqwa. This is what now we have to check and double check. This is the muhasaba we need to make. This is the account we need to take of ourselves. So much of time has passed in this Mubarak month already. How much of this taqwa I require? The taqwa requires first and foremost, tawbah. To the extent that a person has sincerely made tawbah, he has now started on the road of taqwa. So have we given up? Have we deleted all the dirt and filth? Have we deleted all the haram contacts? Have we deleted all the things that have been linking us to all the dirt and filth? Have we got rid of all those means of sin? Have we broken up the haram contacts and relationships? Have we made tawbah from whatever vices and sins? The time is still with us, Allah knows best how much, but Allah has still blessed us with some, we have, Allah knows best how many breaths left, the time to take, the advantage of is now, that in our heart of hearts immediately, we turn sincerely to Allah Ta'ala, Ya Allah, you forgive me, Ya Allah, I'm making tawbah for all the wrongs, feel the regret, feel the remorse, may Allah bless me with all the bounties and countless ni'mads, and I use these ni'mads to break his commands. I defied my Lord despite all his innumerable bounties and favors. How shameless I have been. How disloyal I was to Allah Ta'ala. This shame, this feeling of remorse, regret, and turn in sincerity to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is waiting. Allah Ta'ala is saying, when my servant calls to me, I am very close. And I answer his call. This is a time to call to Allah Ta'ala. From the depths of our hearts, to turn to Allah Ta'ala in all sincerity and make a decision in life. To make a decision to adopt taqwa and live our life according to the commands of Allah To get rid of sin from our lives. To bring our lives unto the pattern of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The greatest favor we'll do is to ourselves. This doesn't do a favor to Allah Ta'ala at all. Allah Ta'ala is mustaghni and completely independent of his entire creation. Allah is the provider to everyone. Allah is the creator and sustainer and nourisher. Allah Ta'ala doesn't need us, doesn't need our ibadat. Allah Ta'ala doesn't need our fasting. Allah Ta'ala doesn't need anything from us. We need Allah Ta'ala and we need everything. 
So we need to turn from love and sincerity and turn from love and our forgiveness and adapt to inshallah. Let alone the akhirah will get made, the barakat of taqwa, Allah Ta'ala will make our dunya as well. Allah has declared this in the Quran that the one who adopts taqwa, he does the greatest favor to himself. The one who will adopt taqwa, Allah Ta'ala will grant him a solution to every problem. All kinds of issues we keep complaining about, personal issues, community issues, global issues, Allah forbid, there's no end to the problems. But Allah has given us the solution, the solution Allah in the Quran Sharif has declared. Unfortunately, our yaqeen has weakened in the kalam of Allah. Our yaqeen has weakened in dua. So as a result, when a person has a problem, he decides to first run to the, maybe the law, decides to first run to the doctor, decides to first run to maybe the accountant or some financial advisor, or decides to run to here and there. But he forgets to first ask Allah. Because that yaqeen in dua, that yaqeen in taqwa, that Allah has placed the solution in taqwa by himself has declared. Allah has placed the door of risk to be open, the key to the door of risk Allah has placed in taqwa. Allah will grant him sustenance from sources he cannot imagine. The key to the door of sustenance is in taqwa. The one who will adopt taqwa, Allah will make all his affairs easy for him. Everything Allah has placed in taqwa for us. And the month of Ramadan and the fasting is for taqwa. Allah Ta'ala give us the topic that we understand the message of the Quran Sharif. We take to heart this lesson of taqwa and Allah Ta'ala bless us with this taqwa in our lives. Brothers, we just can make our sufs before we start our sunnah salah so that we'll be able to have space in the back for those that are coming. Many people in the Uzuqa now. So humble appeal, let us make our sufs now so we'll have space in the back of the masjid.